From world conflicts to falling financial markets, natural disasters, and more. Wish the headlines would just stop? It's not a newsflash that life can feel like a pressure cooker. From managing work to building relationships, it's easy to feel overwhelmed. And for many of us, anxiety and stress are constant companions. But you're not alone. You may not know it, but support is out there, just waiting to meet you. And you can find it through the friendly people at Church's Care. At Church's Care, we know that finding your community can feel intimidating. That's why we do the heavy lifting for you. Church's Care helps connect people like you to churches that can support and serve you. In your new community, you'll find a group of people ready to talk, listen, and help you navigate life through its twists and turns. All you have to do is come as you are. If you're ready to find your community, visit churchescare.com today. That's churchescare.com. C-H-U-R-C-H-E-S care.com. We look forward to serving you. Texting privacy policy in terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting and rules for occurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop, opt out. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. That's right. Millions of kids in kindergarten through third grade in the United States cannot read at grade level. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. And right now, you can get started for just one dollar text the word grade to 32 32 32 right now hooked on phonics is highly effective and incredibly fun and everything can be done right from home and in less than 20 minutes a day for more than 30 years hooked on phonics has been the proven learn to read program that kids love to use text grade to 32 32 32 and teach your child to read in just 30 days guaranteed text grade to 32 32 32 right now and get started for just one dollar text grade to 32 32 32 now text grade to 32 32 32 This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. 
The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiecki is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Gwilda Wiecki's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Science of Magic or endorsed in any manner by Gwilda Wiecki, Relmar McConnell Media Company, its affiliated networks, stations, or employees. Welcome to the Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiecka, a program dedicated to uncovering the unified nature of reality and humanity's ever-evolving place as truly galactic beings. For more information on the Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiecka, visit us online at www.thescienceofmagic.net. Welcome to the Science of Magic, a place where science and magic come together to transform fact into evolving truth. We're proudly coming to you through the ever-expanding Exxon Broadcast Network, xzbn.net, and can also be found on our website, thescienceofmagic.net. I'm your host, Gwilda Wiecka. This hour, we'll be exploring Not Written in Stone. Every 25,920 years or so, an amazing things takes place. The slate is wiped clean. We leave one set of frequencies and are bathed in a new set based upon the solar system's relative position in the galaxy and Earth's relationship to it. The old set of frequencies defining our former reality dissolves, making way for the new. The transition is characterized by a period of chaos. Entire structures and systems are no longer supported and therefore must fall. To the degree we're personally identified with and cling to them, we fall also. This transition is recorded and prophesized in sacred texts and stories of every culture. Every race has its legends of the last frequency shift and the resulting upheaval. Spiritual practices across the globe contain prophecies of the next time it'll happen, and they all point to now. It's not a random event, but a cyclic one. So ancient, all we have to go on are half-forgotten myths and legends handed down for generations, or the whispers of those who glimpse trends of future. While the future is subject to frequency influences, it's not written in stone. Surprisingly, what the future actually holds, how it will manifest, is up to us. The human body is an exquisitely refined organism designed to anchor spirit into the physical, As the temple that houses our souls, it can prism light into a rainbow of colors and move spiritual energy into the world through its chakra system. The chakras work together to manage the spirit body and with it, our interaction with the quantum level of life. Every chakra is anchored into the physical body through governing organs or glands, thus anchoring spiritual light or frequency into our physical world. The chakra system responds to our will and intent, In short, we are frequency masters. The chakras and the balance of light or frequency they emit shift and flex according to our conscious and unconscious intent. This constant fluctuation and movement adjusts itself to our intent and the environment, maintaining balance while affecting change in accordance with desired outcome. 
We create our reality through our intent and the management of frequency available to us at any given time. We are co-creators. We've lost sight of this amazing ability and use it unconsciously, manifesting what we're programmed to believe by modern-day education and media. The systems set the beliefs, and we manifest accordingly. With the shift in frequency and increased light now available, the systems that have held us under their influence are crumbling. As a result, many of us are waking up to the fact that we've been living an illusion we have unwittingly created. We're faced with a choice. Will we stick our heads in the sand, tenaciously hold to our old beliefs, and go down in terminal victimhood? Or take our rightful place as conscious co-creators? The future outcome of the new world emerging relies upon our choices. Where can we find the guidance to help us retake this awesome responsibility? The past and the future. Our ancestors and descendants, of course. Our guest this hour, author of the Akashic Records, Sacred Wisdom from Transformation and In the Presence of Love, Ernesto Ortiz, has devoted his life to exploring and communicating the language of heart, primal movement, and deep inner spaces. Ernesto is recognized in holistic health and metaphysical fields as an artist, writer, poet, inspiring facilitator, photographer, teacher, and therapist. After this commercial break, I'll introduce Ernesto, and together we'll explore the Akashic Records, our past, present, future, and our power to create it. So don't go away. You're listening to The Science of Magic. Prior innovative episodes can always be found on our website, thescienceofmagic.net. This is Johanna Carroll, host of Dialogue with Divinity on the X-Zone Broadcast Network. While walking along Kanapali Beach in Maui this past year, I kept discovering all these shells and coral in the shape of hearts. My Dialogue with Divinity was very simple. Do you want me to do a retreat to heal people's hearts in Maui next year? And of course, the answer was yes. As a master spiritual teacher, I am offering you a neat retreat called Rise, May 8th through the 12th, 2017, and the chance of a lifetime to rest at a five-star resort for five days and experience a spiritual renewal of your heart and soul. Kanapali is one of the top five beaches in the world. This stunning resort has undergone a $40 million renovation. I walked the entire property, checked out the room choices on your behalf, and I must say it is stunning. Our conference room faces the ocean with sliding glass doors. Maui is known as Mother Maui because it is a soft, gentle, healing energy. In the embrace of Mother Maui, you will feel yourself rising from the limitations of an ordinary life to an extraordinary journey of peace, bliss, and harmony a greater sense of clarity. 
our Rise Retreat ignites renewal in the sacred elements of air, water, earth, fire, and wind. There's plenty of free time to enjoy all that Maui has to offer. A small deposit is required now to reserve your space as this retreat, it will sell out. For more details, please go to johannacarroll.com and register today. Aloha, and I'll see you in mystical Maui. How would you like to be able to read other people's minds? Well, the next best thing is here. When you know how to read a person's name, you know how the person thinks, feels, and behaves. Each letter in our name holds a key to unlock our true essence. Our name contains both our gifts and challenges in this lifetime. Nemology Science discovers personality secrets hidden in the placement of the letters of our names, including the first and last impression people remember about us. Sharon shows us how to interpret the arrangement of letters as outlined in her book, Know the Name, Know the Person. Sharon Lynn Wyeth created Nemology Science after 18 years of research and testing her theories and has supported thousands of people around the world in understanding themselves and others better. You'll enjoy Sharon's unique teachings as she shares her system to learn the gifts behind your given birth name. Even if you don't like your birth name, there are jewels in this book. If you're thinking of changing your name, ready to name your child, or wanting to get along better with others, this is the book for you. If you'd like to improve your relationships and change your life for the better, get the book today. Know the name, know the person. Or visit www.knowthename.com. That's www.knowthename.com. Welcome back. This is the Science of Magic, dedicated to unification and evolution of consciousness. I'm your host, Gwilda Wiecka. Our guest this hour is author of the Akashic Records, Sacred Wisdom for Transformation, and, in the presence of love, Ernesto Ortiz. His training began at an early age in Mexico with curanderos and shaman, and has continued for many years with world-renowned teachers in transpersonal psychology, shamanism, music therapy, bodywork, and more. In 1994, Ernesto created Journey to the Heart, a company dedicated to uplifting consciousness and the well-being of people by using practical tools to help integrate the physical with the mental, emotional, and spiritual bodies. Ernesto is a ceremonial pipe carrier. He received his pipe in 1996 from his Lakota spiritual grandmother, Barrett Eagle Bear. After this, excuse me, Ernesto's website is journeytotheheart.com. That's journeytotheheart.com. Ernesto, thank you for joining us on the Science of Magic. Thank you so, so, so much for for the invitation. It's a real pleasure to be here before the end of the year. It's a nice time, isn't it? Yes, it is indeed. Yeah. yeah. I understand you work shamanically. Where did you get your training, Ernesto? Well, uh... It, my training started in a very unique and organic way. I was born in Mexico City. My family was very well-to-do, and they owned coffee plantations in the state of Veracruz. So from an early age, you know, seven, eight, nine years old, I started. I was going to the farm, and instead of staying inside of the house with my cousins and nephews, etc., to learn how to play chess and stuff, I kicked off my shoes, and I went out to be with the workers. 
they, this was a group of about 70 people that worked in different farms, and they took me in not only because I was the son of the owners, but because I had a genuine interest in what they were doing. So the, well, the, the world of Mexican mysticism and shamanism, I didn't know what it was at the time at seven, eight years old. I was exposed to that. And so that's why I said it was in an organic way because all the rituals and ceremonies, all the Olympias, the cleansing uh, rituals they were doing to others, they were also doing to me. And this opened a, a world, a feeling of, of, of knowing that, wow, I don't know what this is, but I really, really like it. And I had the good fortune to have the, the comparison between two worlds, the world of professionals, bankers, uh, uh, business owners, uh, and all of that with my family, and the very simple world of this uh, small group of people showing me this, the beauty of Mexican shamanism and mysticism. Uh, when I was 12 years old, the, the shaman was working with an egg on the body of this woman, and when he stopped and cracked the egg, what came out was black, black, black like molasses. And at that particular moment, for the first time ever, I made a very strong statement, and I said to myself, wow, I, that is so cool. I don't know what it is, but I like it, and I want to learn how to do it. So you got and, at twelve. At twelve, you got to witness extraction and psychic surgery. Well, I had. I was. I witnessed that before, but the the full uh, awareness of it happened at twelve years old when I was able to see it and integrate it into my being, making a statement that not even knowing what that was, it was incredible, and I wanted to learn how to do it. And that statement, you know, is a, is a very strong affirmation that started opening doors for me into the world of magic and beauty and shamanism and altered states of consciousness and, uh, and religion and spirituality and so on and so forth. And uh, here I am. So you set your intention at 12, really, and then your life formed around that. Is that correct? That is absolutely correct. Yeah. After the initial exposure from the time I was seven, eight, nine, ten years old, when I was around twelve, is when I saw that, and, and is when, when yes, that my life around, you know, my solid spirituality in the diversity of the way it is today, it started shaping up in that at that age. So if you ask me when my my spirituality started, when my path started. Honestly, I don't know. When I was, you know, six, seven years old, even younger than that, I remember uh, instead of wanting to stay outside playing with my friends or whatever, wanted to go to church with my grandma in Mexico City because the the lullaby of the rosary and the chanting of the of the of the rosary that later I became to recognize as the the the, the recognition of of chanting mantras in previous lives. So it, it was a, a beautiful world for me that started shaping up my reality, and uh, and then I just and then the great spirit started opening doors, and then I just started walking to the to to, to the doors when the great spirit call it whatever you want God the universal etc. Closes a door, I just simply stop. I look around, and then I know that always another one opens, and I just walk through that door until it closes, and so on and so forth. It's a magical life when you live it that way, isn't it? Oh, it is. Every second, every breath is is pure, 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 pure magic in my life. So you're a ceremonial pipe carrier in the Lakota way. What's the difference between being a pipe carrier and 
and a ceremonial pipe carrier? Well, you know, if you can be a pipe carrier, meaning that you can obtain a pipe uh, or someone gives you uh, a medicine man or woman gives you a personal pipe, and that is you can use that with your friends and your family, but it, this is not a pipe that uh, should be shared with the community. And my pipe, you know, is a community pipe. It's a, ceremon- it's a ceremonial pipe. So I travel with my pipe around the world and doing ceremonies uh, and, and sharing my pipe with with, uh, with the world, with community, with people that come to attend my my classes, et cetera. So a ceremonial pipe carrier is someone that creates ceremony about the ritual, the beautiful ritual of the Chanupa, the sacred pipe, the Chanupa Wakan, and and then shares that pipe with the community. And a person, and a pipe carrier is someone that just has his own or her own pipe, but it cannot be shared with the community. Very nice. So if you're a communal pipe carrier, do you also do you take on all the responsibilities? Do you carry the uh, spirit of the dead for a year, or or do you just put, at this time in your life pretty much focus on ceremony to bring a group together? Well, you know, I don't say no to life in any in any way. So you know, the spirit of the death is is always around me. You know, I I have died twice in this lifetime. I have drowned it. I have been close to death, you know, two other times in this lifetime uh, within a second or two of actually happening. And then the great spirits uh, spared my life, and here I am. So so to me, the, the sharing uh, of the pipe, you know, is, and, and saying yes to everything that comes my way is the way that I, that I live my life. So, you know, I don't... Uh, I don't separate or divide one thing or another, but I do prepare to die every single day. You know, there is specific uh, rituals that I that I do and practice to prepare to die because I know that that is uh, will be the most sublime moment of my life because what we transfer from one lifetime to the next is the condition of our mind, the condition of our consciousness. And so if the condition of the consciousness is crystal clear, pure, completely free and void of any pains and suffering as much as possible of, you know, uh, anger and lack of forgiveness and on and on and on, all the negative feelings that humans are capable of generating, if I can get to that sublime moment of death with a clear consciousness, I do know that my my next life which I will come back because I have made a vow to come back again and again and again and again until all beings are liberated, then I know that I will start, I will have greater opportunities in my next life based on what I achieve in this one. So that is just the, the way that I see things. So, but yeah, death is something that I, that I carry with me. I was just, uh, not even a month ago, uh, I was finishing one of my classes, and a young man that I had seen 30 minutes before, the son of the owners of the place where I was having my retreats, he died right there. And I was talking mm-hmm. with him 30 minutes before. And uh, so, you know, when I came out and someone told me, you know, this young man is dead, I went to see him immediately, tried to bring him back, give him mouth-to-mouth, you know, air, but he was already, it was too late, it was gone. So I took on the, uh, the, the opportunity at that moment to start doing ritual ceremony and for my group to start chanting as well some mantras that they had learned from me to help the spirit, you know, move into the light 
without uh, pain and suffering as much as possible. Beautifully done. So everyone, we're going to change subjects here a little bit. Um, everyone speaks about the Akashic Records, and it seems to view them in a different way. Can Can you tell us what they are exactly? Well, you know, it, it exactly is is just a huge, huge word, but I will, <laughs> I will do my <laughs> I will do my best. Uh, the Akashic Records are a field that that is a field of infinite potential that is present in our lives every single day, every moment of our life. It's a vibrational frequency that is that wraps around from the tiniest of cells in our body to the largest of planets in the universe. This is the membrane or the connective tissue that wraps everything around. So Akasha is actually a substance that in today's world we have been, we are very lucky to have science to come in and validate many things that we have known for hundreds or thousands of years. And quantum physics and science, via Professor Irvin Latchlow in 2014 at a symposium in, Middle, in Italy, uh, they actually proved uh, in a scientific way or validated, I should say, the, the Akashic fields as a very dense field, like a substance that moves at zero, zero, zero point one speed. So it's a very slow moving field. And the function of this field is to record information given for, by any life form and everything is alive. So life is contributing to the imprint of, of the Akashic fields. So that is in general, that's a big, big picture. And the function of this field, the function of the Akashic Records, is to record past, present, and to also unfold or give us a glimpse of the, of the opportunities or the options that are ahead into the future. So at a personal level, the Akashic Records are our book of life. They are the recordings of our soul's evolution from the moment of its inception to the present moment. And as we engage in life, then we are constantly giving emotional impressions to the field of Akasha. So from this, from our soul's inception, the recordings are there in this field. So they contain past, present, and the, and the possibility of unfoldment of future events. So the Akashic records are can be accessed by and have been accessed by many, many people, but these are individuals that have had or have very unique abilities. We have seen it this with, with seers, with visionaries, with shamans, with uh, you know individuals like Edgar Casey and others that have had this incredible ability to we're gonna have to pick we're gonna have to pick up on this ability on the other side of a commercial break. <laughs> we will dis- we'll discuss the quantum level and the Akashic records. Ernesto and I will return to our discussion. We're coming to you through the land of leading edge paranormal broadcasting, the Ed Zone Broadcast Network. Don't miss the other fine shows and hosts on xzbn.net. You're listening to The Science of Magic, thescienceofmagic.net. I'm Gwilda Wiecka. We will be back, so don't you go away.
While science pursues fact, magic accesses the quantum level, bridging random facts to form truth. As long as science and magic remain separate and polarized, the truth cannot be known. I'm Gwilda Wiecka. Join me on the Science of Magic radio program, dedicated to unification and evolution of consciousness. During each episode, I'll be speaking with experienced and respected scientists and mystics. From astrologers to astronomers, from medical doctors to shaman, the scientific method to dowsing and intuition, we'll weave together information from seemingly divergent practices to promote unity and enlightenment. Join me, Gwilda Wiyaka, and the Science of Magic right here on the Mutual Broadcast Network. For more information, visit www.thescienceofmagic.net. Gibbs A. Williams, Ph.D., is a practicing psychoanalyst, supervisor, researcher, and author in New York City. Much of his life has been dedicated to understanding nature and the uses of meaningful coincidences or synchronicities. His radical and original non-Jungian, non-mystical, non-magical theory of synchronicities illuminates much of the fog surrounding this challenging and perplexing topic. His ideas and manners are fresh, presented in a style that is both entertaining and highly informative. He is also an expert on crisis intervention, specially focused on violence reduction for the police and citizens, mastering anxiety, frustration, and stress without the use of medication, and effectively preventing and treating heroin addiction. Dr. Williams can be contacted at his email address at gwwilliamsny11 at aol.com or visit his website at... Wouldn't you love to know the secret to everything? Well then, meet Dr. Kimberly McGeorge and her cutting-edge breakthrough knowledge that combines science with possibility. Dr. Kimberly brings real-life answers and healing to those open to alternative solutions. She teaches solution-based programs and classes that will change all areas of your life forever. Specializing in conscious creation, intuitive readings, and energy medicine, you can rapidly shift health, relationships, business, and money and abundance challenges quickly. Receive her best-selling book, Secret to Everything, at no cost by going to secrettoeverything.com forward slash X zone. That's right. Transformation can start now. Just go to secrettoeverything.com forward slash X zone and receive Dr. Kimberly's book for free. Afterlife expert Roberta Grimes was the first one to say that dying can be fun. Now her best-selling book, The Fun of Dying, is available in stores worldwide. So if you wonder whether death ends life, how it feels to die, or what heaven might be like, The Fun of Dying was written for you. And if you have always been afraid of death, or if you worry that your life has no meaning, let The Fun of Dying ease your fears and bring new meaning to your life. Nothing said in The Fun of Dying is based on the teachings of any religion. Instead, Roberta draws on evidence to explain how death happens, how it feels, and what comes next. A lot of the best death-related evidence was produced in the first half of the 20th century. When it is put together with recent discoveries, it tells a consistent and amazing story. Roberta Grimes blogs and answers questions at robertagrimes.com. Her wonderful book, The Fun of Dying... Welcome back. This is the Science of Magic, a place where magic and science come together to promote enlightenment. I'm your host, Gwilda Wiecka. Our guest this hour is the author of The Akashic Records, Sacred Wisdom for Transformation, and In the Presence of Love, Ernesto Ortiz. 
Ernesto, we were just getting warmed up about uh, Quantum Field and Akashic Records. So how do the two of those relate? Well, they were meant tremendously because they are, they are vibrational frequencies, and that is what I am talking about, is the ability to shift our energetic vibration to a much higher degree. So from the, from the, the dense uh, vibration that, that is housed in most human beings, which is directly connected to the, to the carbon self, when we know how to bring our frequency, our vibration to a higher degree, then we start tuning into the crystalline nature and only higher frequencies are capable of withstanding or being living in, in crystalline nature. Uh, so by, by accessing this, these frequencies within ourselves is as if our is as if our mind is capable of opening different windows, different doors that give us the entrance to other potentials that are within us, but they are not explored because we are too dense. We don't simply do the practice, take the time to fine tune our senses, to fine tune our frequencies, to be able to get into these fields. And once we are up into these fields, then, like I said at the beginning, the the the, the potential is unlimited. We can go in any direction we we want to go. So for every shift in vibrational frequency that can be validated in, 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 in quantum science, then it's as if we open a door within our mind, our consciousness, that gives us the ability to walk into the room, into a room that has another hundred doors and another hundred windows. So this is just an ongoing process of fine-tuning ourselves to be able to experience the magic of what the universe and the Akashic fields store and have for us. So let me see if I got this right. Um, what we're doing is we're using our ability to be frequency masters. In other words, if we can refine our ability to shift our frequency, we can choose where we look in the Akashic records to get the information that we seek? Absolutely. Absolutely. And part of the magic uh, and the beauty of the, of the Akashic Records is, is, is the, 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 the ability that we have to erase negative karma, not only from this life, but from previous lives as well. Because, so if, we, if this is a field, a dense field, and we fine-tune our frequency, our energy, it's as if we can jump into this field the same way that you jump into a car and go from point A to point B. So here we jump into the fields and we go back, you know, as far as we have to in this life. Let's just not go too far in this life to any moment in time in which we created a wrong action with, uh, with somebody else, negative karma. The action that we took cannot ever be uh, eliminated, but the emotional imprint left behind that you of what you gave and the other person received that emotional imprint can be changed via the akashic records so it's as if we can go back and dialogue with the us that created that negative action and that us dialogues with the person that we injured balance the emotional imprint balance that karma and then come back free and clear from that to this present moment and we continue on it's, it's the best tool that I have ever come across. You know, and I suspect shamanism is a form that's been accessing and dealing with the Akashic Records for over 50,000 years. Could you speak to this? Yes, yeah, sure, absolutely. These fields are eternal. They're not, they did not start when, 
you know, 10 years ago when uh, the Akashic Records become, started becoming more of a, of a known field, you know, 25 years ago when I started teaching the Akashic Records, very few people knew about it. 40, 50 years ago, again, very few people know about it, but this is something that has been there for hundreds, thousands of years. It's eternal, and they will continue to be eternal. So a shaman is an individual that is a master of shifting consciousness to enter different states of reality. It's like flipping a switch to turn off a light or to turn it on, you know, and and that is just a a mind training that gives us the ability to shape-shift into this type of consciousness, extraordinary consciousness, altered state of consciousness, if you want to call it that, and then jump into these fields that are available to us that bypass the etheric realm and go to a much higher dimensional frequency of vibration, which is the Akashic fields. And there, you know, you can go to to see, to truly be a witness, not only of your life, but the life of others around you. So the shaman in the past and and the good ones in the present are able to do just that, to enter this field and from this field be the witness not only of their lives but uh, of the creation of other individuals and their lives and provide then the means for healing as well as inspiration and direction in someone's life. You know, I'm glad you, you made the differentiation, the good ones, the good shaman in, in this day and age. You know, we've almost eradicated shamanism off the planet, and we need it that desperately, in my opinion. So now we're trying to, to bring it back, but it seems like an awful lot of it is just ritual-based without the ability to do the frequency mastery required to dance with the, with the Akashic Records. Is that, is that what you're talking about there? Well, yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, to, in today's world, you know, I meet people. People ask me, are you a shaman? And I say, no, you know, I practice shamanism. They ask me, how long you've been doing this? And I said, well, no, I started when I was six, seven years old, and here I am uh, at 60. So uh, and I meet people that take a six-month course, and they're calling themselves shamans. You know, Unfortunately, the spiritual supermarket that has opened in the world today has also brought tremendous about a tremendous amount of ego-based energies. And there is a lot of people that, that use, you know, the words or use the, the field, different fields, to, you know, enhance, to, uh, to, uh, to, enhance uh, to pump their ego. And it's not about that. It's about being true. It's about being honest. It's about taking the time to really become it and not just have the, the, theor- the theoretical or the intellectual knowledge of, of something. When you do something that alters and changes your life, then you start embodying that energy, and then you can start turning around and truly sharing it from a space of a humble heart with somebody else, which is what is void, unfortunately, in today's world by many, many, many teachers and shamans. Beautifully stated. Do the Akashic Records have information from both the past and alternative futures? Yes, absolutely, because they're all an imprint in, in, in this in the field of Akasha, and the field of Akasha uh, is, is everywhere, you know, it's in, it's in every solar system, is the glue that holds the universe together, and the primordial essence of Akasha is love. So, you know, 
everything that we are that we seek is there is just our ability to enter into the field of akasha as if we were able to enter into our own mind and to discover the hidden potential that is within it and by discovering that hidden potential is as we open a door to an extraordinary room that has the information that we need for in order to change our lives, to find the healing, to find the inspiration, and so on and so forth. So, yeah, the, the potential within, you know, the Akashic fields and our ability to access those fields changes people's lives completely. So we can see what's, what the frequencies are, the, the influences, and then choose our place within that, thus changing outcome? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. You truly have the ability to become the witness. And the witness, and I, and I put this as if we are uh, the players on a theatrical play. But we are not only the players of that play, but we're the directors of it. And we have the script. So when we are capable of looking from the director's chair at the play that we're playing, the, all the actors in the play, if some of them are not playing the role that you want to play, if you have been living a drama and you are tired of that, maybe you have to fire some of these actors if they're not capable of changing their, their role to the new lines that you want because your life, you want it to be a romantic comedy. Why not? You know. So the Akashic Corpus gives us the ability to look with clarity and with compassion and love at the way that we have and we are creating our life, and they also give us the means and the clarity to see into the future at the different potentials available to us and choose the one that is for our highest good and the highest good of all concerned. So it's, uh, again, we have options. It's not a future that's set in stone. That is absolutely correct. You know, every like I can choose, for example, to hang up right now, end the conversation with you. Now, that will determine the next phase of, you know, maybe uh, you being unhappy with it because uh, whatever, your radio listener is the same. So as a, a choice that we exercise every moment determines the immediate future outcome. But then we can also look at this as the bigger picture, as choices that we make today based on, on the belief systems that we have and how those determine the future. So how can we use the Akashic Records to make these informed and responsible choices? By going into our Akashic Records, by having a dialogue, a conversation with the masters, the teachers, the record keepers that have the information in our, in our book of life, to dialogue and to see with clarity at what we have done. See, we cannot change our future if our past and our present is completely for, uh, covered with debris and with 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 you know with with bushes and plants that doesn't they don't give us the ability to move ahead in the direction that we want so in order to really have the future that we want we have to stop look at our present clean the present clean the past and then with a space of of emptiness then we we can then create the future so, Ernesto, when you talk about clearing the debris, are you talking about the belief systems and programming that we carry that hold us at a lower frequency? Well, yes, absolutely. There are two things that create our reality, and you touched on this when you first opened the, the, the segment, uh, and that is, you know, the, our belief systems and the condition of our mind is what creates our reality. You know, so 
we have to, we must stop and start examining our belief systems and to realize that most of the belief systems that we have today, we inherit from our parents and our parents from our grandparents and our grandparents from our great-grandparents and so on and so forth. So, And also, if you continue looking back, then your own personal contribution four lifetimes, five lifetimes ago to something that the life, that your, farm, your family and the karma of that family is acting on or believing in today. So the exploration or belief systems is the most important thing because without changing and replacing belief systems that don't serve us to the belief systems that we say, like my belief we're, systems we're, are... We're going to have to, we're gonna have to take another break. Uh, I'm so sorry. We'll pick up on the other side. Ernesto and I will be back shortly. You're listening to The Science of Magic, thescienceofmagic.net, the place where altruistic professionals of science and the esoteric create common ground for the betterment of our world. We're brought to you by the leader in paranormal, spirituality, and alternative health programming, the Exxon Broadcast Network, xzbn.net. Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the X-Zone Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere. 24-7-365. President of a new cancer foundation focusing on evidence-based physical, mental, and spiritual interventions, including natural cancer cures, prayer, meditation, affirmations, nutrition, and other related holistic cancer prevention and cure modalities. These are used in cancer education, research, and financing care. I ask for your help to continue this important work 
by donating at www.holisticcancerfoundation.com. Wouldn't you love to know the secret to everything? Well then, meet Dr. Kimberly McGeorge and her cutting-edge breakthrough knowledge that combines science with possibility. Dr. Kimberly brings real-life answers and healing to those open to alternative solutions. She teaches solution-based programs and classes that will change all areas of your life forever. Specializing in conscious creation, intuitive readings, and energy medicine, you can rapidly shift health, relationships, business, and money and abundance challenges quickly. Receive her best-selling book, Secret to Everything, at no cost by going to secrettoeverything.com forward slash X zone. That's right. Transformation can start now. Just go to secrettoeverything.com forward slash X zone and receive Dr. Kimberly's book for free. What happened in Benghazi is revealed by Nicholas Genix, author of Obama, Islam, and Benghazi. He informs the American people that President Obama deceived them by advocating a strong foreign policy prior to the 2012 presidential election, and Hillary Clinton supported this deception. As the title infers, there is a connection between Obama, Islam, and Benghazi. Ample evidence informs Americans that Obama's early indoctrination in the Quran developed an infinity for Islam, why the Quran is the source of discontent in many countries, and why the Obama foreign policy deception led to poor military action and caused the loss of American lives in Benghazi. Genex provides 36 questions for the Select Committee on Benghazi to validate if Americans are justified to mistrust President Obama and Hillary Clinton. An overview of Obama, Islam, and Benghazi is presented on the website www.futureofgodamen.com. That's www.futureofgodamen.com. You're listening to the X-Zone Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. Welcome back. This is the Science of Magic, bringing together gifted people of service to the world, I'm your host, Gwilda Wiecka, and one of those gifted people bringing their services to the world is our, uh, our, our guest this hour. He's the author of the Akashic Records, Sacred Wisdom for Transformation, and In the Presence of Love, Ernesto Ortiz. Ernesto, we were really getting into a fun subject about how our belief systems limit our ability to access the Akashic Records. And also, I think at this point, I'm sure the listeners are going, okay, I want a little bit of this. How do I access the Akashic Records? What other ways are there to access them outside of the shamanic trance? Uh, well, like I said, you know, there are individuals that have the great ability to connect their, you know, psychics that truly are the real ones that have the ability to, to bypass the astral plane, the fairy plane, and go to the plane of Akasha where they can retrieve information. Not a lot of us are gifted like that. So what we have received from the Mayans is a sacred prayer. And this sacred prayer with the right formula is what opens, is the key 
that opens the door for us to enter the elevator that takes us to the field of Akasha. So it's actually quite simple. You know, the only requirement is to have an open heart, to let go of the mind of uh, the of the expert mind and enter the field with a with an open mind, the mind of a of a child and a mind of a novice. And with that, and the prayer, you you have access to the Akashic fields. And from that moment, you know, the magic, the beginning of the exploration of your life's history, you know, begins the exploration of the condition of the mind, belief systems, uh, pains, addictions, codependencies, uh, lack of forgiveness, which is like an epidemic. In my classes, I ask how many of you are dealing with issues of forgiveness, and 99% of the people raise their hand. So, you know, all of these issues uh, are what become crystal clear when we are in the Akashic Quirkers, and the prayer is the key, is that is what creates that vibrational frequency for us to be able to come out of our seven chakra to really move into the transpersonal chakras to be able to receive the download of information and have the connection with the masters that shows us the infinite potential of the Akashic Quirkers. So it is the prayer that is the key. Our guest this hour is the author of the Akashic Records, Sacred Wisdom of Transformation and In the Presence of Love, Ernesto Ortiz, his website, journeytotheheart.com. So how important is it to have clear intent when you're consulting the Akashic Records? Well, your attention flows in the direction that it goes. So if you don't have clear intent, you are going to end up with what is what I call patterns of interference. And then people that are sitting there with conditions of the mind, with a lack of clear intent, etc., they create patterns of interference. And, you know, it's like if you try to plug in a two-prong uh, plug into a, into a four-prong socket, it's not going to work. So you have to be in the right mind-heart space in order to access and be in the energy of the Akashic Records. Could you speak to the difference in being conscious and unconscious and intent and how it might affect the information we receive? Being conscious and unconscious? Yeah, so, so much of our intent seems unconscious. It's like we, we're mm-hmm. conscious of one intent, but there's uh, programming underneath that has us intending... Okay. Yeah, that's, that's precisely the, the you know the, that unconscious programming, and people are just unfortunately they get too overwhelmed with the, the distractions of the world. Uh, people don't really practice uh, meditation. To me, meditation is my medication, and uh, and and the the shifts of consciousness that are available to us, you know, happen within. Uh, the shift of 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 of, of our, our ordinary reality. So, if you are not conscious, then you are not mindful about the way that you speak. You're not mindful about the way you know the words that you use. So many people in the spiritual field that use you know foul language, the F word, and others. And I am appalled and shocked at the way people talk, even in the spiritual field. You know without realizing that those are vibrational frequencies that we're constantly generating. So we have to be able to get to the point of of truly knowing ourselves and taking the time for self-discovery. And when you self-discover, then you know that this is 
an, a, a, a reality that is so rich and so beautiful that can create the, the physical changes in your regular reality as long as the extraordinary reality or practice is kept in your life, you know, all the time, daily. You know, I, I, in my classes, I, I teach three things, discipline, dedication, and devotion, the three Ds. Without those three, you're not going to advance in your spiritual path. And people always have excuses as to why they don't have the time to sit for 30 minutes to meditate, 20 minutes to meditate. Well, take 20 minutes out of Facebook and you have your 20 minutes and 30 minutes and more to truly devote yourself to a spiritual practice that will shift your consciousness to be more mindful, more aware, and eventually begin to awake. Do you... Do you think that we spontaneously receive information from the Akashic Records? Well, sure, of course. Many people have. You know, if you are in deep meditation, you you know, it, could, it can be that the, the portal that is be, between Akasha and you opens and boom, you have, you receive that information, but that's a hit and miss. It's not going to happen at will, and every time you sit to meditate, uh, you know, if you uh, use teacher plants, uh, teacher plants also have the ability to open the mind, expand it to be able to perceive extraordinary realities. So there are other means, you know, when the, when the, the mind shifts from the ordinary to the extraordinary in meditation, in, uh, in other activities, absolutely, you know, then that door that, that, that has the, the, the sign of Akasha opens up and boom, you receive that information. But with the prayer and when we sit to, do, to open consciously our Akashic records, we know that we're, getting, that we're not opening the door by accident, but we're getting onto an elevator that when, we, when the doors open, we'll be in the field of Akasha and we can explore. How can we tell that the information we're getting from Akasha, whether it's a literal or allegorical, it seems like a lot comes through in symbols as well. Would you mind speaking to that? Well, we we the we receive the the energy from the akashic fields into our eighth chakra, and once that energy begins to descend into an open seventh chakra, is the space of translating the information or the language of spirit, which is light language encoded in sacred geometry via our senses. So when we start getting that information inside of our body, then we begin to use our senses to translate the information and give it meaning. So if you're visual, you'll be able to see. If you're uh, auditory, you'll be able to hear, etc. But little by little, you fine-tune all of your senses within the Akashic fields to be able to have a complete uh, uh, a complete download and perception on the, on the, and the information that you receive. So it may, for some people, feel uh, similar, but then again, it's completely different. The first question that I ask in one of my workshops has to do with belief systems and how they create your reality. And I ask the question, uh, I make the students write it down, and then without your Akashic Records, you answer the question, you know, what beliefs create an obstacle in my life, et cetera. And then you write the question, you know, you write the answer, I'm sorry. Then you, we open our Akashic Records, you read the same question, you start writing the answer, and it's a shocking surprise for everyone that attends the class as to how the information, even though it may be similar because we're talking about a known belief system, 
is completely different. The energy, the wording is different, and you begin to receive the information not in the I person, I think that I should, I believe that I this, but it's like you, the, you know, it's a second person, like someone is talking to you. So then you're opening to receive the energy from the masters and they begin to guide you. What we suggest that you do, the direction that you need to take, the healing potential that you need to explore, et cetera, et cetera, is coming from a higher source. And isn't it fun when you get a group of people asking the same question and the answer it just gets real multidimensional, but tends to add up. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's huge. You know, I see it in every single, that is the question, the first question that I ask in my level one classes. And I have had, you know, in this past uh, uh, two and a half months, I just came back from, from Europe uh, four days ago from France. And I had, I think, uh, five level one classes, you know, in addition to level two, three, and four. And this is a fascinating question to ask because the revelation that, that students receive, the opening on their minds, you know, is uh, to, 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 to the information that is available to them via the Akashic fields is just uh, is huge and beautiful. Well, I'm so glad you're doing this this work in the world and helping people learn how to open their own Akashic records. Uh, we have about half a minute left. If you had one thing to tell someone that they could do to start stepping their feet on this path, what would it be? Um, well, I will leave your radio listeners with these words. Um, have the courage to look within. Don't remain in doubt and fear. Gain confidence in your self-liberation. Embody your beauty and your magnificence. Be happy and share that with the world. And don't be afraid to love because at the end, that is all really that matters. Thank you so much. Our guest this hour has been author of the Akashic Records, Sit Wisdom for Transformation, Ernesto Ortiz, his website, journeytotheheart.com. This has been the Science of Magic. Remember, you can always listen to th- past thought-provoking episodes on our website, thescienceofmagic.net. Until next time, dear ones, may you be blessed with knowledge and comforted with love as we co-create our future. Searching for